Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. of September. Shout out to Earth, Wind, and Fire. Here's what's coming up on Roland Martin Unfiltered, streaming live on the Black Star Network. The U.S. Department of Homeland Security launches an investigation into how the U.S. Border Patrol is handling Haitian migrants in Texas, specifically the use of horses and whips. We'll be joined uh, by uh, a, a black immigration organization to discuss this. Also, Vice President Kamala Harris reacts to those shameful videos and photos. Also in Texas, a black principal accused of promoting critical race theory, a lie, may lose his job. Last night's school board meeting uh, got heated. 
and some folks were thrown out. We'll talk with the leader of the activist organization that was booted from the meeting. R. Kelly's defense team is doing their best to prove his innocence. They have started their portion of his trial. And believe it or not, there are some doctors opposed to a vaccine mandate. In our Crazy White People, uh, crazy white people segment, a mother interrupts a school board meeting about COVID to talk about sex. Another crazy-ass white woman goes to school in blackface to embody Rosa Parks. Uh, no, boo. No. And one of the members of the group with Patti LaBelle, Sarah Dash, she has passed away. We'll discuss all of that and more. It's time to bring the funk on Roland Martin Unfiltered, streaming live on the Black Star Network. Let's go. He's got it. Whatever the miss, he's on it. Whatever it is, he's got the scoop, the fact, the find. And when it breaks, he's right on time. And it's rolling. Best believe he's knowing. Putting it down from sports to news to politics. With entertainment just for kicks, he's rolling. administration is launching an investigation after footage showing Haitian migrants being mistreated in Del Rio, Texas. Earlier today, Vice President Kamala Harris expressed her disgust at seeing Haitians chased by Border Patrol officers on horses and beaten with whips. Do you have any reaction to the Border Patrol agents using horse reins to rein in Haitian migrants down at the southern border? What I saw depicted about um, those individuals on horseback treating human beings the way they were is horrible. And um, I fully support what is happening right now, which is a thorough investigation into exactly what is going on there. Um, but human beings should never be treated that way. And I'm deeply troubled about it. And I'll also be talking to Secretary Mayorkas today about it. And just as your role as, you know, uh, stemming migration from the um, from Central America, are you also going to be looking into, you know, looking at migration issues in Haiti as well? Well, listen, the whole point is that we have to understand Haiti. I mean, talk about a country that has just experienced so much uh, tragedy that has been about natural disasters that the, that the head of state assassinated and we really have to do a lot more to recognize that as a member of the Western Hemisphere we've got to support some very basic needs that the people of Haiti have to get back up and to um, and to do what what folks naturally want to do be it them from Haiti or in the, the countries in Central America people want to stay home they don't want to leave home um, but they leave when they cannot satisfy their basic needs. So, yes, this is a concern. Thank for you all so very much. I uh, want to shout out Tim Perry, uh, who posted that video on his uh, Twitter feed, Tim Perry with a CBS. Now, Texas Governor Greg Abbott says the Biden administration is cracking down on illegal immigrants and promises that any individuals caught will be arrested. No shock here. 
in jailing anybody who comes across the border illegally and trespasses on private property or on pu public land. And so it's not the Biden administration catch and release policy. It's the arrest and jail policy sending a message to these folks and anybody thinking about coming. More than 6,000 Haitians and other migrants uh, have been removed from an encampment in Del Rio, Texas. Uh, this has been going on for quite some time. You've had Republicans and others who have been criticizing the Biden administration for what has been taking place uh, on uh, the Texas border uh, since his presidency began. In addition uh, to uh, this, the uh, NAACP Legal Defense Fund, uh, they are actually calling uh, for a halt calling for a halt uh, to the deportation of Haitians and also to provide support and resources needed to create humane conditions in Haitian migrant camps in Texas. In fact, uh, I'm going to read uh, their full statement. And um, uh, just give me one second. I'm going to pull it up for you. Um, there's been lots of attention, obviously, uh, paid to w this story really since uh, the video. Uh, and the photos dropped showing uh, the, the shameful conditions and showing um, the, the mistreatment. Uh, we read a particular statement yesterday uh, from the uh, Department of Homeland Security about uh, their investigation. Uh, LDF says over the last few days, Haitian migrants near the southern border of Texas have faced heightened and shocking abuse from U.S. Border Patrol agents while attempting to seek asylum in the United States. Photos show agents on horses chasing and whipping Haitian migrants. In addition, the Biden administration has started deporting the migrants to Haiti, a country facing serious political and humanitarian crises. This government action occurring under the purview of Public Health Ordinance Title 42, which was first adopted during the COVID-19 pandemic by former President Trump, allows for the rapid expulsion of migrants without granting them an opportunity to apply for asylum. President Biden has continued to enforce the order despite pushback from civil rights groups and Haitian American community organizations. In response to the migrant crisis, NAACP Legal Defense and Education Fund President and Director Counsel Sherilyn Eiffel issued this following statement. The ongoing treatment of Haitian migrants by agents of the United States government as seen most dramatically this week in photos of brutality at the border and the mass deportations of desperate Haitians must be addressed directly and quickly by this administration. Haitian migrants who arrive in our country seeking safety and security are fleeing a country ravaged by a devastating earthquake and violence following the assassination of the country's leader this summer. They deserve to be treated with humanity and compassion. LDF is calling on the Biden administration to halt deportations of Haitians and to provide the support and resources needed to create humane conditions in Haitian migrant camps in Texas. In addition, any agent of the U.S. government engaged in the brutality we saw yesterday perpetrated by officials on horseback menacing and corralling black migrants must be immediately suspended and their conduct investigated. This includes investigating the orders and policies that resulted in such conduct. When the Trump administration removed temporary protected status for Haitian immigrants, LDF challenged the now rescinded decision in court, arguing that the Department of Homeland Security intended to discriminate against Haitian immigrants living in the United States because of their race and national origin. Now, the Biden administration is using Title 42 as a mechanism to facilitate the rapid deportation of migrants at the U.S. border to Haiti. Let's be clear, Title 42 deportations are illegal and a violation of human rights. 
1985, LDF founder and Supreme Court Justice Thurgood Marshall condemned this country's unwillingness to welcome Haitian migrants in his groundbreaking dissent in Jean vs. Nelson. He called for equal protection to apply to Haitian immigrants and highlighted the United States' frequent use of policy to discriminate against black immigrants. This repetition of an enduring historical wrong must end. We urge President Biden to cease all Title 42 expulsions, take the necessary steps to ensure safe passage for all asylum seekers, and bring this horrific violation of civil rights to an end. Now, we have been, of course, reaching out uh, to the administration for the third consecutive day. I have asked the Biden administration to make someone available to come on this show to specifically talk about what is going on there. Uh, they have not made anyone available. Uh, we also have been reaching out to members of the Congressional Black Caucus uh, to talk about this as well. I have un been unable to lock uh, one of them in to get them on this show uh, to talk about this. Now, also, the Haitian government uh, the, uh, has made it clear that they uh, want a meeting with the State Department. Uh, that uh, yesterday, on yesterday, the Haitian uh, ambassador to the United States requested uh, that particular meeting uh, with uh, the State Department uh, wanting them to know uh, exactly, uh, you know, what is going to be done. And so that was a call uh, that uh, took place uh, today in, uh, with regards uh, to that. This is the letter uh, that was sent uh, by the, uh, just give me one second, I'm going to um, download this. Just give me a second. I want to be able to show you uh, the actual letter um, from the Haitian uh, ambassador uh, Let's see here. I think we have it right here. Okay, folks. Uh, this is a letter right here uh, from the ambassador of Haiti to uh, the Secretary of State. I have the honor to write you in order to draw your attention on the current situation regarding hundreds of Haitian migrants arriving at the U.S. border and stranded under a bridge in the Rio Grande Valley in Texas. While my government appreciates the efforts of the United States administration to extend the temporary protected status to Haitian citizens and suspending the F-1 visa rules for Haitian students currently studying in the United States, I wish to express my grave concerns regarding the living conditions as I, and I, as I want to ensure that our nationals are treated with dignity and in accordance with the rule of law. For decades, the government of Haiti has worked with DHS on immigration and border security issues and is eager to continue this long-standing cooperation. Therefore, on behalf of the Haitian government, I would request your assistance in ensuring that all Haitian nationals arriving at the border are afforded care and expedited legal process. I respectfully request a meeting with you uh, in order to discuss this issue and other matters of mutual interest. Uh, I avail myself of this opportunity to renew to you, Mr. Secretary, the assurances of my highest consideration. Um, now, uh, today, folks, uh, there was a particular meeting with Secretary of State Blinken as well as uh, the Haitian Prime Minister, um, uh, Ariel Henry. Uh, this is what uh, the uh, spokesperson, uh, Ned Price, uh, had to say uh, today. Secretary of State Anthony J. Blinken spoke with Haitian Prime Minister Ariel Henry about cooperating to repatriate Haitian migrants on the southern border of the United States. They noted that the United States and Haiti share a mutual concern for the safety of Haitian citizens and discussed the dangers of irregular migration, which puts individuals at great risk and often requires migrants and their families to incur crippling debt. 
Secretary Blinken shared his appreciation to the government of Haiti for assisting to repatriate Haitian citizens safely and expeditiously. The two also discussed a Haitian-led process to chart a path to free and fair elections. The secretary noted that it is crucial that Haiti's government, political parties, civil society, di diaspora, and private sector lead this process and work together in the interest of the Haitian people. Secretary Blinken also noted that the Haitian people deserve a full investigation into the assassination of President Moise and justice for this heinous crime. Um, we have continued again uh, to, uh, to cover this and, and to sort of uh, go deeper into this. And as I said on yesterday's show, what, what we have to understand is that what you're seeing on the southern border um, is, is very simple, and, and, that, and that is, and that is, uh, what we're seeing here is all about U.S. policy on how um, Haitians have been treated um, in this country for uh, the last 40-plus years. Uh, this goes back to uh, President Jimmy Carter, uh, when you had uh, Cuban, um, Cubans coming to the United States and then Haitians, as they tried to come here as well, then they will turn back. So America has always had uh, a different policy for Haitians than they did have for Cuban Americans. Let's go to my panel, Teresa Lundy, principal founder, TML Communications, Dr. Mustafa Santiago Ali, former senior advisor for environmental justice at the EPA, Brianna Cartwright, political strategist. I'm glad to have all three of you here. Uh, Teresa, uh, this is absolutely uh, a human rights crisis and a PR crisis for the Biden administration to have these images uh, of Haitians being beaten uh, uh, by, by a border patrol on horses and with whips. Uh, that, this deserves swift action by the administration. How do you assess what they have done thus far? Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen.
Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values, premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Well, I think the first assessment is, you know, and honestly, you know, through the pictures and the videos that have been coming out today, it's not fundamentally uh, sure that it is uh, actually, you know, very interesting, uh, some visuals. But again, I'm not inside the White House, so um, I'm not sure. I think the position is, you know, they're absolutely sure that um, these folks are being whipped, but I mean, if we are looking at, you know, some of the images and video, it looks like they are trying to rally the horses um, versus the people, in my opinion. Uh, Mustafa. I mean, this is amazingly egregious behavior that's going on. President Biden, at the beginning of his administration, you remember, he talked about if any federal employee did any type of egregious behavior that he would fire them right away. So I understand that there has to be an investigation and you got to go through a process. I know how all that works. But you got to send a very clear message. You know, the individuals who are a part of this right now, they should not be allowed to continue in their jobs. They should be put on administrative leave to make sure that this type of behavior. And trust me, I've spent enough time on the border and I spent enough time in Haiti to understand some of these dynamics that are going on. I understand how difficult it is for many of these border agents, the stress that they're under, but you also can't treat people in these, in, these inhumane ways. It is so reminiscent of things that we've seen in the past and the history of the United States, uh, of how they've used horses, how they've used individuals who are with law enforcement, 
to gather up, to dehumanize people of color. The administration also has got to get their immigration policy together. They can make sure that they're better utilizing the temporary protective status that you can give, uh, especially when there are these, these um, things that are happening in other countries, you know, these devastating things, whether it's earthquakes or hurricanes or whatever it might be. If you've been to Haiti, you'd see how the infrastructure has crumbled, how people don't even have clean water to drink in many locations across the country, where people are literally walking in human waste and all these other dynamics that are going on. So, of course, people are going to try to get to a place where they feel that they might actually be able to have justice and where they might actually be able to live the life that a human is supposed to be able to experience. So they got to do better. The processing, they can get their processing right. This is not a huge amount of people. It is a lot of people underneath of a bridge. But our immigration system is supposed to be able to handle these influxes of individuals in a judicial way. And I have not yet seen a judicial process playing out in relationship to our Haitian brothers and sisters. Um, let's, uh, the thing here that really jumps out at me uh, on this, uh, to be frank, um, uh, Brianna, is that, is that, again, we have to address the separate policy. We have to address, and someone has to actually answer. And the reason I keep asking the Biden administration to send somebody, somebody has to give me an answer. How does the United States willingly accept Afghan refugees, but say we're going to send Haitian migrants back? Why does the United States willingly accept Cuban Cubans. migrants and send Haitians back? I need an answer. And what I've heard, and again, this has been American policy from Jimmy Carter, Democrat, to Ronald Reagan, Republican, to George H.W. Bush, Republican, to Bill Clinton, Democrat, to George W. Bush, Republican, to Barack Obama, Democrat, to Donald Trump, Republican, to now Joe Biden, Democrat. So this is not a Democrat or Republican thing. This is the answer, question that has to be answered. Yeah, so I totally agree. And I think that um, as neighbors of Haiti being the neighbor of the most democratic co uh, country on earth, supposedly, you know, Haiti deserves to be treated better by America. And you're absolutely right. It's not about um, Republican versus Democrat. Um, and frankly, this is, you know, not a border issue either. It's a humanitarian crisis. Um, and I, I do think that um, it's important now for black people to stand in solidarity with Haitians to demand better treatment and fair due process. Um, as you stated, uh, Cubans get the pass and we don't. And there's a lot of race to play into it. And all of this will continue to happen as black people globa globally, if black people in America do not step up to advocate for people, uh, for black people globally. Uh, I mean, we have nothing to lose except for our chains in the first place. Two months ago, in Haiti, um, the president was assassinated. And it's been replaced by a de facto form of government, um, but no one has been brought to justice. And supposedly there's been Americans that uh, put, uh, played a part in it, and we go on as if nothing's happened. This past Wednesday, um, Biden administration deported 86 Haitians back to Haiti. And of course, that one was by the plane um, but it's just it's just awful because there's people there's um, 
people who've never got their fair justice, their the due, uh, the due process, right? Um, the court that Mustafa was saying, there's no process. There's They're not offering them legal protections. Um, they're not offering an opportunity to file for asylum. Um, and, you know, they're, they're just sending a plane full of families back to AT under Title 42. Um, but this is unfair because, as you've stated, it's not being done to other countries and that there should be something put in place for a fair due process for them to receive um, to receive shelter. I mean, the devastating, not just the present, but the devastating earthquake, um, you know, resulted in 2,000 uh, Asians dying and homes destroying and displacing many. And we're, we're neighbors. And so it's just uncalled for, and we do need to stand together, and we need to demand for answers, and we do need protections, and this needs to play out in court. This is this is not right. Well, but also what, what I'm trying to understand, and again, the Biden administration has to answer this question, uh, and and this is a problem. Five days ago, a black federal judge here in D.C., uh, Judge Emmett Sullivan, go to my computer, please. This is what he did. A federal judge on Thursday blocked the Biden administration from continuing to use a Trump-era public health order to expel migrant families arriving at the U.S. southern border. In a 58-page ruling, the U.S. District Judge Emmett Sullivan found that the Title 42 policy does not authorize the expulsion of migrants and, in turn, does not allow for those removed to be denied the opportunity to seek asylum in the U.S., but Georgia's order will go into effect in 14 days. So here's the thing, Teresa. I need to understand... Why, you know, where are members of Congress, where are U.S. senators, Senator President Joe Biden, sure, this federal judge's order goes into effect in 14 days, so why aren't you doing the right thing by stopping it now? They literally are expelling Haitian, Haitian migrants under Title 42, even though a black federal judge ruled five days ago that they cannot do this. And it's, it seems like it's a, a really weird oversight that is happening um, or just not attention being paid, to, uh, not much attention is being paid to it. It seems like, you know, morning talk shows and some of the national conversations are happening still around uh, COVID and getting back to school and getting back to business. But when it talks about the uh, immigration policy and what's happening to our Haitian brothers and sisters, the conversation seems to not be at the forefront of the conversation or the communications director for the White House, the press secretary, is saying, um, you know, as much information uh, as they're given, is it's very generic. And so the American people are left to, you know, look at some of these rulings and look at some of the attention that judges are giving. But again, there is no real solutions that seems like it's happening here. So when we ask the members of Congress and the members of Senate, uh, what are they going to do for our Haitian brothers and sisters, and they are silent, these are the type of actions that we need to look forward to when we're when they're asking us for their vote, but also when they are asking for support for uh, you know some, some various plans that are on the table right now. The, the thing here that now, first of all, Judge Sullivan's order only applies to families, uh, so they can still see, send back individuals who are single. It does not apply to unaccompanied uh, unaccompanied uh, children, uh, but but still. Um, we can't say what's humane. We can't say what's, what's uh, how other folks are treating individuals 
when this is what we are doing, Mustafa, this is what the United States is doing. And the other thing is this here, okay, to say, well, we're gonna have an investigation uh, uh, into these allegations, these are not allegations of being on a horse with whips. There's video, there are photos. Those individuals, they know who they are. Why isn't DHS come out and say, like we've seen in some police jurisdictions, uh, X number of individuals who were captured on video and photos using whips uh, against Haitian migrants have been suspended and removed from the front, front lines and placed on desk duty. I don't understand why is that hard. It's not hard. It can happen literally with a phone call and a document that's signed. It's really that simple. I worked in the federal government long enough to know that when you want to do something, when something's a priority, there's a phone call that comes from the top and it gets done. And it gets done right away. You know, this, this, is, this is hypocrisy. So let me just say this real quickly. You know, I, I support the Biden administration on a number of positive things that they have done. But if the Trump administration had done something like this, there would be all kinds of outcry by groups saying, you know, that you've got to, you got to right away fix this, that you've, you've got to make the changes happen. And enough folks haven't had the outcry. The administration, as I often say, my grandmother says, when you know better, do better. This administration knows that it has to do better because if they continue to allow this type of behavior to go on, it's very reminiscent of when we had Latinx kids and families being placed in cages. So when you do these types of behaviors, it's hard sometimes to see the difference between an administration which all of us said needed to go and an administration that all of us did everything in our ability to make sure that they were put into office. So they need to really quickly fix this situation. Then they need to start to lean in on the immigration policy and make sure they're getting that right because this type of behavior is going to continue over and over again because it's baked into the system. We know that Haitian immigrants, African immigrants, and a number of others who come from the diaspora have never gotten justice. I would ask everyone to go and look at the immigration numbers over the last 40 or 50 years and see where the majority of people come from who make it into our country. And it's usually the people that folks see value in. You get certain visas if you can work in the technology area. But when it comes to folks who are trying to get some footing underneath of themselves, the numbers get real sparse real quick. And if you look at the hue of the people, uh, the skin color of those individuals, they usually are black folks. Um, Brianna, the... And it's interesting, because uh, when you look at the reaction... First of all, I, I, I've been tripping out all these all these uh, yahoos uh, who want to hop on my social media and say, uh, like, even like last night, Roland, why'd you talk about the Haitian deal? I'm like, you do know we discussed it for a whole hour on the show. Where in the hell were you? Um, uh, but the thing here, and I got, you know, especially all these B1, uh, ADOS, FBA people who were always dogging immigrants before, but now all of a sudden they care about Haitian immigrants. Yeah, I'm calling y'all out too. But the thing here is this here. Okay, you now, so here's the question even for a lot of black people that we gotta deal with. It's a lot of black folks I've heard who are like, yo, we shouldn't have these folks in the country. Okay, are you against Mexican immigrants? 
or you against Haitian immigrants? See, th this has been a contentious issue that doesn't get a lot of conversation, a lot of discussion about what happens in the black community. I know a lot of black folks who love sitting here, and I've seen their tweets, and I've seen their posts in our chat rooms on YouTube and Facebook. Got a lot of critical things to say about immigration, but are they saying anything about, and we've been talking about, these black immigrants. See, when the people who were yelling about, they no, no immigrants, I kept saying, there are black immigrants from Bermuda, from Haiti, from Jamaica, from Africa, and so, they're so, but all of a sudden, I got some of these same black folks, and I see it in their Twitter bios, yeah, B1, FBA, ADOS, y'all was sitting here dogging, all rolling, you, you, you ain't really, re you ain't really ADOS because you, your maternal, paternal ancestors migrated from Haiti, oh, but now y'all care. See, now y'all now see what we were talking about, that immigration is not just a Mexican-Latino thing. It impacts black people, too. Yes, and I think a lot of people, I would say, especially a lot of black Americans, um, sometimes do not see themselves in the larger diaspora. Um, at the end of the day, uh, we are black. Um, some say African-Americans, we all derive from Africa, and we just got dropped off on different parts of the, of the boat. Um, and so I think that, you know, the focus of us uniting is, is important. Um, but also the fact that when, you know, our brown brothers and sisters were having the same issues being outraged there, right? Because it's really the philosophy of, you know, ignoring it when it's not your problem. But then when it comes to you, you realize, okay, there wasn't anyone to stand up you know, for them, and now there's any not anyone to stand up for you, right? So whenever there's an injustice, just making sure that you're in the forefront of 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 it not ricocheting out. Um, and you know, you, I think that it's important for us to be critical on our administration, despite where you lie in the party, um, from a DNC member to a grassroots organizer. Um, and I think that it's very crucial that we use the courts, um, abide by law, and make sure that everyone is safe and we are holding up the ideals of what it is to be American, right? We say that we're a, you know, a democratic country and so forth, um, but then we have these issues. And if we really care about people and doing what's best, our administration needs to reflect that. This, what, what this is exposing is exactly what we kept saying repeatedly. And folks, I have been covering this issue uh, for more than a decade. When we had TV1's Washington Watch, when we had News One Now, I kept saying, y'all, immigration ain't just a Latino thing. And now all of a sudden, folks see it. Now, all of a sudden, so here's the question that people need to answer. White folks do and black folks do, uh, Teresa, Mustafa, and Brianna. Okay. Are you outraged at the treatment of Haitian migrants because horses and whips were used? Or are you outraged 
that we are not allowing a process to allow them to seek asylum. See, that, see that's, that's the real deal some of the people got to answer. Because, see, I think some of these folks are outraged by saying, see, Biden no different from Trump. But some of these folks, see, again, the question is, are you for real? And I think folks, some folks are playing games here because they were shitting on immigrant immigrants and now all of a sudden they black immigrants, now they care. But we kept telling you they existed. Now you're seeing them. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melody. 
Melon Serum. This next generation serum has the power of Melon Leaf stem cell technology. It's Melon Leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty System for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Let me say this. The Biden administration is definitely different than the Trump administration, and that's why we got to hold them accountable. And we got to make sure that we are, let them know that we have outrage and that we expect something different. And, and then they have to live up to that. But if we don't push and we don't put pressure, then change is not going to happen as quick as it needs to. And we've got to also really stay engaged in this immigration set of conversations. You know, people often think when they see migrant farm workers that it's just brothers and sisters come from Mexico and Central America. There are a number of brothers and sisters that are coming from Jamaica and coming throughout the Caribbean who are also out there in the fields working. So we need to understand the totality of what's going on. And this is not just an issue on the southern border. We often talk about the southern border. It is also about the northern border and individuals who can blend in in Canada and then make their way down into the United States. So let's make sure that we have an immigration policy that is understanding both borders and that justice actually becomes a part that, that is fully represented in the process. And then we won't have these types of situations going on. See, I, you know, it's so interesting. I see some of the people that comment, uh, Roland, that's unfair. We can care about both. No. Some folks don't care about both. And what I'm trying to challenge folks on, again, and, I'm, and, I, and the point that I'm raising is that there are black folks who are ardent opponents of immigration. Mm-hmm. So again, what are you angry about? Are you angry about the treatment <laughs> of the Haitian migrants or are you angry about the fact that there is a different standard that is used for people from different parts of the country. If, again, somebody has got to answer. If America, if these governors are talking about they are going to welcome Afghan refugees with open arms, I need somebody to explain to me what's the difference. What is well, the difference? I will, I will say that both, you should be outraged by both. Um, but even if, right, playing the devil's advocate, even if you are against immigration for whatever reason, um, I still think this is an opportunity to be uh, upset or outraged because of the usage that is different than how we've handled even other oh, uh, yes. migrants. See, see, I'm not, see, here's my whole point, Brianna. I'm not saying folks should not be outraged, but what I am doing is also exposing the fault line of individuals who now all of a sudden care, but the question is, what do you care about? And I'm telling you, and I, and I see a whole bunch of these folks. I, I get there, oh, I get there, and look, when they tweet me, or I look at their Twitter bio, I see ADOS, I see FBA, I see B1, and I think back to all the attacks that I've been under for the last two years Folks like, yeah, you ain't no real American uh, because uh, your uh, grandfather's ancestors came from Haiti. Oh, so now y'all want to question who's a real American. And I've seen a lot. Look, I can go back to my radio show, WVON in Chicago. 
folks were calling in, hell no, we'll need these damn immigrants in the country. And again, I'm asking the question, you don't want to see immigrants in the country or you don't want to see Latino immigrants in the country. And I have been warning black people that the difference is we are mostly seeing Latino immigrants on television and newspaper. Now, all of a sudden, you're seeing black immigrants. So people have got to now answer that question. And that's why I'm challenging that point as well. I'm not dismissing. I'm not letting the Biden people off the hook. Uh, they got to be held accountable. I want answers. But also, I'm challenging folks to say, do you really all of a sudden care about the Haitians or are you using this for your own purpose? Brianna, go ahead. I think that, so I think the real, real issue that we're not talking about um, as um, a, a black American, the, the reason one would be upset at the Latino American, et cetera, et cetera, or any other immigrant is the disparities we see economically. So the thinking of we're at the bottom and, you know, okay, we have the car washes on lock and that's all we can have. And now blah, blah, blah comes and takes our jobs. It's the whole rhetoric of blah, blah, blah comes and takes our jobs, which isn't true. Um, I mean, slave days, we picked cotton, we wanted to be free. Like, you know, they're, they're doing jobs that a lot of Americans wouldn't want to do. Um, but I think it's, it's really the issue of us still being an economic crisis and um, America being set up institutionally, right, racist, institutionally, where we have these different hierarchies. And so we want to say, oh, we're on this wrong, right? And, you know, we've we've created these this rhetoric where it's very divisive, right? When they say, oh, your grandfather's from Haiti, so you're not uh, uh, black American, right? Uh, well, you're American. You were born in America. You, 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 you know, became a citizen or et cetera, et cetera. You're American when the government says you're American and there's processes to it. And they shouldn't prevent people from going through those processes. Um, but I do think that um, it depends on where in the country you fall, right? In Florida, I think many people are aware of black immigrants um, from Jamaica, from Bahamas. Um, there's that different dynamics versus in Texas where you see the um, Latin American uh, migrants. And then as Mustafa said, if you come from Michigan, you realize that there's poor um, border control when it comes from Canada. Mm -hmm. Right. So why do you have issues coming to the waterways from Florida to some of these places, but you don't see the same in Detroit going to Canada? So it is a lot about race. And that's the time where we need to realize we shouldn't piecemeal when it's important or not. Right. We need to advocate for blacks globally and being treated fairly and all the process applying to everyone the same. Well, uh, it is certainly uh, a huge, huge issue that we have been looking at, uh, will continue to look at. Uh, and I'm going to tell y'all right now, Biden administration, I'm going to e email y'all every single day. I'm going to email you two or three times a day. Black Caucus members, every single day. Every single day. I want to see where are all of these white United States senators? Where are you?
Where are the calls for congressional investigations? See, this is very simple. If it happens under Trump and continues under Biden, both are wrong. See, I'm not going to play this bullshit game that Sean Hannity and Laura Ingram and Tucker Carlson uh, and you see the right wing play where, oh, everything Biden does bad, but everything Trump did uh, is wonderful. This is wrong. Heads should roll. People should be fired. Now, it does not take that long for this to happen. And so, we're going to keep talking about it. The next hour, we're going to talk with an activist uh, of a black immigration group about this very issue, about what their plans are. We're going to go to a break. We come back. We're going to discuss the issue of a black principal in Texas. School districts now trying to essentially fire the brother on some made-up BS. Folks, be sure to support what we do here at Roller Martin Unfiltered. Download our Black Star Network app. All you got to do uh, is go to Apple phone, Android phone, Android TV, uh, Roku, uh, you name it, Fire t- uh, Amazon Fire, Fire TV, Xbox, Samsung's uh, Smart TV. Download the app on all of those platforms. You can also support what we do by joining our Brina Funk fan club. Every, every dollar you give us goes to support the show. Of course, cash app, dollar sign, RM Unfiltered, paypal.me, forward slash rmartinunfiltered, venmo.com is forward slash rm unfiltered, Zell is rolling at rollingsmartin.com, rolling at rollingmartinunfiltered.com. When we come back, we'll talk about the case of the principal in Texas next on Roland Martin Unfiltered on the Black Star Network. I believe that people our age have lost the ability to focus the, the discipline on the art of organizing. The challenges, there's so many of them and they're complex and we need to be moving to address them. But I'm able to say, watch out, Tiffany. I know this road. That is so freaking dope. <laughs> Time to be smart. Roland Martin's doing this every day. Oh, no punches! Thank you, Roland Martin, for always giving voice to the issues. Look for Roland Martin in the whirlwind, to quote Marcus Garvey again. The video looks phenomenal, so I'm really excited to see it on my big screen. Support this man, black media. He makes sure that our stories are told. See, this difference between Black Star Network and Black-owned media and something like CNN. I got to defer to the brilliance of Dr. Carr and to the brilliance of the Black Star Network. I am rolling with rolling all the way. Honored to be on a show that you own, a black man. <laughs> Owns the show. Folks, Black Star Network is here. I'm real uh, revolutionary right now. Roland was amazing on that. Stay black. I love y'all. I can't commend you enough about this platform that you've created for us to be able to share who we are, what we're doing in the world, and the impact that we're having. Let's be smart. Bring your eyeballs home. You can't be black-owned media and be scared. You dig?
hopefully put another nail in the coffin of racism. You talk about awakening America, it led to a historic summer of, of protest. I hope our younger generation don't ever forget that nonviolence is soul force. Hey, I'm Donnie Simpson. What's up? I'm Lance Gross, and you're watching Roland Martin Unfiltered. A North Texas school board meeting got heated as the board decided on the fate of a black high school principal. The Grapevine Collierville Independent School District School Board nationally voted to propose the non-renewal of the contract for Dr. James Whitfield. He, of course, the high school principal, uh, has been on paid administrative leave since late August. Uh, of course, people uh, claim that he was teaching critical race theory when he says he wasn't. We had him here on the show discussing that. Uh, Whitfield was at last night's meeting. Watch this. Well, I'm Dr. James Whitfield, Dr. Hey, Ryan, folks, Board of got, Trustees. You got in this, you got in the... Uh, I first want to express my gratitude for all the love, support, and encouragement from the community especially our students um, who have regretfully um, been criticized for their speaking up in this matter. I stand before you today no different than I was when I came in in 1819. I'm an advocate for all kids. I believe every student, regardless of race, religion, sexual orientation, whatever bucket you want to put them in, I believe they all have access to a, they should have access to excellent, equitable education. Yes, I said those words. Unfortunately, my unapologetic stance for those things has brought us here tonight, which is disheartening. The attacks from people outside is one thing, but the outright silence and direct actions taken towards me by GSD leadership team, GCISD leadership team, sorry, trying to get this in, are what's absolutely heartbreaking. I can assure you, I have not changed. I'm still the same man today as when you hired me in 1819. You promoted me twice in three years. So I asked you what has changed since July 26. Thank you, Dr. 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 Ryan. Excuse me, please. Sir, Thank you, Dr. we need, hey, we, Our next wait, 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 we're doing really good, and now we're not. Please, please stay quiet when we are um, changing speakers, please, so Thank we you. can continue to run the open forum. Appreciate it. Thank you, Dr. Coley. Whitfield. Our next speaker is Carrie Whitfield. Please come to the podium, state your name, and if you're a resident of GCISD. Hi, my name is Terry Whitfield, um, Dr. Ryan, and members of the board. I stand before you this evening, the wife of James Whitfield and the mother of a GCISD third grade student. My husband is an amazing man. He is kind to all. He's an amazing father and husband. He's a phenomenal educator. He loves the community he serves. Each member of his staff, every one of his students would run through a brick wall for him. And as you've seen for the last several weeks, they will also do it for him. He loves them and love, he loves them right back. I am heartbroken at the actions taken by individuals who clearly do not know my husband and clearly do not have a true connection with Colleyville Heritage mm -hmm. High School. But what has been more devastating is to watch individuals in leadership positions in this room who know my husband's heart yet side with these very people. You know better and my hope is that you'll do better. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. Whitfield. 
our 21st speaker. Now, that was Principal Whitfield and his wife. Now, the district said the decision has nothing to do with allegations he was teaching critical race theory or his wife's social media photos that officials found questionable. Now, last night, dozens of students and activists uh, showed up to support Whitfield, and some were kicked out of the meeting. I know they pulled out a black man, but they're gonna let all these other people that got all these other screen print shirts stay in there. Discrimination. This is First Amendment rights, and this is a corporation. This the message that we are trying to get across is inclusion. This is not anything about separation. Nothing about segregation. This district is showing itself today. And they show us as they they don't like us, but we're here to stay, baby. Where's Kristen? I don't know. Okay, because you have to get your directive from her, correct? She is. Yeah, she ran away. They, she ran away, and I don't understand why. If they can't tell us why we can't wear these shirts without telling us that it is because it is a black organization. Just relax. Don't, don't tell me to relax. First off, I'm Alex Smith. I'm the director of the security and the school security here in the emergency management. Okay. So the decorum rules that were set forth. Okay. Have you received those? No, I, I received them. It's an unofficial document, but okay. Okay, so you have received the decorum The unofficial rules. document, yes. This is the decorum rules. The unofficial document. That does not specify what you consider signing. It does not, it does not specify anything about signing. You signage. cannot disrupt the meeting that's going on right there. But we can't go in. I don't believe we're in. We didn't disrupt it. This is not signage. This is a company logo. Yes, the disruption the disruption did this. This is a company logo. What a turn. So, if you, so then tell us, tell us the distinction between signage. Tell if you can tell us because it doesn't say signage. So what is that definition? So your your name tag, that signage, right? Where you can't go in there. I'm not going to argue that difference. You can't go in there. So then pull every picture out. Pull every picture out. Okay, now I'm confused. Joining me now from Dallas, Texas, is Dominique Alexander, president of uh, Next Generation Action Network. Dominique, so they determined that there cannot be signage, so they concluded that a t-shirt with the organization's name was signage. So by that, if NAACP members showed up, they would say, oh, you have signage, so therefore you can't go to the meeting. Their, their policy was so contradictive. And one of the things that we had our organization's attorneys there, and what, what ended up happening is they, because that man said that on that video, they end up having to go in there and go get people who had even the school district shirts on and tell them they had to leave, right? Um, and I said, okay, clearly your policy was not intended to, uh, to disparage against someone wearing an organization or was it for somebody that is wearing a t-shirt that says something, right? Um, and yet they referenced the last meeting where some right-wing supporters um, wore a T-shirt. Well, these white ring supporter was wearing shirts talking about NCRT. That has nothing to do with a organizational logo. 
um, in which caused so much confusion, but clearly the policy um, was left to their own interpretation. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid Mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values, premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon. Serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. All right, so here's where we're still confusing. Why in the hell they're not going to renew his contract? So if it has nothing to do... See, here's... I love this. Well, because he talked about... He did interviews after the fact. Yeah, after the dude was put administrative leave. 
They still won't answer why he was put on administrative leave. When we submitted the letter asking them about the uh, reason why he was uh, terminated, they put the same reply. Um, but I'm going to tell you, Roland, last night hearing the lady say the reason to the board was so hard to keep your composure, right? Um, because it was so much loaded mess um, to where it, they lied on so many different things. When he had the meeting with the superintendent on August 11th, he literally left the school and went there. His secretary called him and said that the superintendent had canceled the meeting and he ended up having to meet with his executive director and his executive director had put him on paid administrative leave, right? Last night meeting, they said that he had the meeting um, with the superintendent. Um, and, and yet one of the board members say, okay, did he have the meeting or not? Because I'm hearing that he didn't have the meeting. Um, so, you know, clearly they literally um, cave to these racist supremacists. And Roland, I'm, I, I have to remind you that this is right down the street from Curl ISD, uh, South Lake Curl, that is literally on national news right now. This is the same pretty much neighborhood that's next door from each other. Um, so this is a real growing issue. Um, well, first of all, I mean, you know, I, mean I know the area very well. Uh, it is uh, there. Uh, so, you know, you ain't got to remind me. You know I know. Uh, and exactly also what kind of school district this is, the income of that school district, and the racial makeup of that particular school district. And what we are seeing is we're seeing these right-wing MAGA fanatics all across America uh, who are attacking uh, school boards, uh, school districts, administration, and staff uh, because they are falling for the okey-doke on this made-up BS uh, dealing with critical race theory. That's what we're dealing with. Correct, correct, correct. And, and one of the things I want to note, um, uh, Roland, um, and shout out to you continuing to give this platform. A couple of years ago, you had me on the show talking about when a guy asked for my removal from a chief of police interview panel. And I said something at the end of the interview that ended up becoming on the New York Times. And it said that um, I would never ask for permission to, for the oppressor um, to liberate my people. And what prompted them to say something to NGA members about the shirt is that I put that quote on the back of the shirt or whatever and stuff like that. And that quote was originally said on Roland Martin Unfiltered. And that's what triggered them to say and basically like, oh, they gotta go. They gotta, they gotta move that shirt and different things of that nature. But just like you said, critical race theory is some made up term that um, quite frankly, Roland, I, you asked me seven months ago, I wouldn't even know what you was talking about. Well, it, it is. It shows you what's going on here. Unfortunately, uh, this brother is left uh, uh, in a lurch. We had him here on the show. Uh, it was a trip when he was on here saying that he had some of these white people saying he hates white people. And he said, my wife is white and my mama is white. The dude well, is biracial. <laughs> well, you know, at, at the end of the day, let's speak truth to power, right? Historically, a white man has never wanted to see a black man kissing another white woman like that. You know what I mean? And clearly, um, they, they posted this picture of him kissing his white wife continuously on social media as if it was a problem, right? Um, and yet, at the end of the day, we are dealing with racist bigots 
um, that this school district has failed to stand up on. And I want people to understand with this critical race theory um, situation, um, out of all seven cases that we've had to respond, because we've had to go all across the state of Texas to respond and defend black professionals because of this. Um, majority of them, all of them that we have responded to are either principal level or central staff. Um, the last case was Mansfield, um, a, a director of diversity of inclusion. Um, they are literally going from school district from school district, funded by a private foundation to create this mess, to create this discord in our school districts. And we need people to be vigilant. We need people to be involved in their local school board. Um, to protect your children, to protect our future. Um, because right now, um, our, our American school systems are really under attack. And shout out to Dr. Whitfield's students, um, because if that man didn't say anything last night at that school board meeting, the words of his children showed the impact that he has on those kids. And I, no one else had to say anything but those children, um, because they spoke powerfully. Uh, well, actually, a lot of uh, folks were there uh, standing up for him, and so it certainly uh, was great to see as well. Uh, Dominic Alexander, uh, we appreciate it. We'll see uh, what happens next with this story. Thank you, man. Thank Thanks you. a lot. Let's go back to my panel here. Uh, th this is the thing that, uh, again, we're going to see more of this. W what we are seeing, we are seeing these right-wing, white, conservative fanatics who have been following Donald Trump, who follow the Heritage Foundation, who follow the Fox News, who follow these, these right-wing folks. Mustafa, what we were seeing, we were seeing how nuts, how, how, I mean, how crazy they are and what happens when uh, they begin to attack people. And that's exactly what all this critical race theory BS is all about. I mean, yes. But we got to also understand that they create these chaotic situations with intentionality. Yep. You know, that there is, that this is a systemic set of actions because, you know, they understand that when they create chaos, then they can continue to chip away at democracy. They can continue to chip away uh, at humanity inside of our country. And then they utilize that. It's fuel for some folks to, to begin to coalesce around this type of foolishness. So we should understand that these are not just random acts. There, there is a, a system that's in place that is driving this, and there is an agenda that is a part of that. And it is about retaking power or perceived power uh, and also being able to utilize this sets of energy to begin to take over county commissions and state houses and then, of course, Congress. And hopefully many of them are thinking that they will also then be able to regain the presidency by doing these types of things. So we should be very clear of what's going on. The other part that's really interesting is also that this board unanimously took this job away from Dr. Whitfield. Think about that for a second, that no one had the courage to actually stand up and to speak out against these injustices that were happening to this man. I hope that Dr. Whitfield utilizes the full legal set of, uh, of steps to be able to get some form of justice. The, you know, the, where they messed up is that they're hurting the kids, but they don't care about children. We see that play out time and time again in a number of actions. So I hope he utilizes, you know, the fullness of the legal system. Um, Brianna, 
people better get ready. I'm telling you, they the real deal here, they want to attack black people in power. They want to attack anything that says diversity, that says inclusion. That's that's all this is. And people people better get ready. This is going to be the norm. Yeah, so it's interesting to hear Ms. Safa and some others I uh, say that I know the previous said that they would have heard of it if it weren't for these right wings um, people. I went I went to undergrad at Occidental College, um, which was the original home of Barack Obama, who came president in 2008. And since 2008, we actually had a major at Oxy called Critical Theory and Social Justice. Um, so there was a lot of people who um, graduated <laughs> in my uh, class from this major. I remember thinking, hmm, why go into that major? What is that? Et cetera, et cetera. Um, but it really engaged in rigorous interdisciplinary analysis of the complex issues and the globalization and social injustice, just like we were just talking about Haiti and how this plays overall. And so it allows, you know, to analyze cultural theories. So it's interesting to now see it played out um, nationally because I've been exposed since 2008 and no one said anything, right? We were learning and trying to better ourselves and um, it became a thing when Trump decided that he was going to um, stop allowing basically for social progress and trying to better our nation. Uh, but I do think the critical discourse is important. Um, I do not believe that that's what was going on with the administrative leave of this principal, I mean, of, of, of this teacher. Um, but, you know, if we're going to bring this into the conversations, even if he were to be teaching this, I think it's a right time in our nation for us to have these dialogues. First of all, he's a uh, principal. He's not even teaching. He's not even teaching. Right, right. I mean, I, I mean, so, they are, they are the seat. But see, here's the whole deal. I don't even, here's the deal. I don't even want to go down, here's why I don't want to go down the path of we should be teaching these things. Because that's what they want. See, Mustafa just said something that, 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 that we have to be very mindful of when it comes to the right. When he says they're intentional. When Dominique talked about how it's being traced. See, what they want, they love if we or mainstream media or other people begin, are talking about critical race theory, because that now reinforces their narrative that that's what the whole mission always was. No, what we gotta say is, nope, y'all a bunch of cranks and y'all full of it, nope, and you're liars. Because this is what, so like when, so when the, the dude Christopher Rufo, when he went on Joy Ann Reed's show, okay, people were like, man, Joy kill that dude. He was happy because he got the conversation into the story flow, into, uh, into the program, and that is exactly what they always wanted. This is a well-funded, well-researched attack, and we just have to understand 
the game being played and not fall for the trap, Brianna. That's what we got to be very careful about. Well, so I, I hear you, um, and I understand that we need to be deliberate um, and stick to the point. Um, however, I would want to ask you back what you believe is the root cause of this administrative leave. Um, I feel that because, you know, as you stated, the social media and so forth, that there might be race that plays a part in it. And within that, even if, I know you say let's not go down teaching it or not, but even if, you know, that's the case, the heart of the program or the heart of critical race theory is to actually question the inequality in systems of power is what we are seeing play out right now, right? Um, the fact that, you know, they don't like what this black man is saying or doing and he's around children uh, or students um, and without giving proper, you know, explanations why it's a violation or putting them on admin leave, they just do it because they have the power to do it. Um, and so I think within itself, we do have to point out that there is a huge chance that race plays a part in why this happened. Oh, first of all, there's, there's, okay. there's, no other, there's no other explanation here. I mean... Well, the fact that the district, Teresa, can't actually say what it is, <clears throat> we've asked Whitfield. He said they actually can't articulate it to him. He was asked to take the photos down of him and his wife. Why are they asking? Why are they asking to take the photos down of him and his wife on their Facebook page? They weren't nude photos. Oh, oh, because the... The actual photo, because it's probably some white folks, oh, that's a sexual photo. What we're seeing here, <coughs> and what we're, again, it's understanding this, all the different nuances. It's the basis of the book I'm writing called White Fear. They do not want to see any advancement of black people who are not like an Alan West or Candace Owens, or Larry Elder. So what these folks are doing are attacking this brother, and then the district, they're so gutless, they don't want to be honest as to why. That's what's going on. And so you got these white students who are like, we love our principal. But then you got these other white parents who are yelling, kicking, and screaming, he gotta go, gotta go. I'm sorry, they can't actually say and why? Teresa. Yeah, there's always been a divide between um, student learning and adult learning. You know, I think students, you know, and I'm a millennial myself, I've always had a hard time, you know, even trying to articulate some of the nuanced curriculum to our parents. And so when you have the students saying, you know, you know, I don't understand, students are looking for facts, they're looking for answers, they're looking to be educated in order to give the parents or school officials feedback. And I think when it comes to Dr. Winfield um, and his situation, it is blatant racism, it's blatant discrimination. Um, anytime you have a principal that is uh, allowing students to have a free space and a free thinking mind in a district that is not caught up with the times, these are the type of situations that are going to happen. Unfortunately, it's taken another toll 
on uh, the school district as a whole and the in the education portal, I feel like has uh, also dis disseminated in, in the message that the message has been lost. Um, and so I, I think it is up to the the education that has been given to these students by the teachers, but also authorized by the principal to uh, figure out how to bring everybody back. But at the end of the day, the, the principal, what he's going through is, it, you know, it seems like something internal is happening, but I do believe, Roland, you know, as regards to your book, this is a phenomenal case study, as in uh, white fear, what can happen, but also what solutions can happen if if the, the, I think, the right support system and the right advocacy and the right light is shown on these type of discriminatory practices. This is the photo that pissed them off. This photo right here. This is this is the photo. <laughs> they he yeah. said they came to him and said, "Hey, uh, uh, can you take that down? Why? That, that that's not that's I mean it's a personal page. I mean, she first of all she's not even in a bikini. He's not sitting here in swimming trunks. They're not showing skin. But but understand it's just understand what's going on here." And I'm telling you, I just need everybody to understand, you gotta understand the game that is being played here and what they want. See, they want us talking about these discussions on their terms. And what I'm saying is, you can't talk about anything on their terms. We gotta say, nah, we're gonna call it exactly uh, what it is. All right, folks, go to our next story here. It's R. Kelly's defense turn to call witnesses to prove the singer's innocence on day 21 of the trial. Today's Kelly's accountant, John Holder testified he never saw him torment his alleged accusers. Holder described seeing Kelly carrying around a backpack full of cash to take the women and girls on shopping sprees. On cross-examination, prosecutors tried to discredit Holder by saying as R. Kelly's accountant, he was not a significant player in Kelly's inner circle to know the intimate details of what was happening with Kelly's accusers. Uh, they will continue uh, their defense uh, on tomorrow. House Democrats are introducing a bill to empower the Health and Human Services Department to put eviction moratoriums in place. The bill is called the Keeping Brenner Safe Act of 2021. Congressman, Congresswoman Cori Bush and Senator Elizabeth Warren sponsored the bill. Congresswoman Bush says the bill will eliminate a lot of the red tape for those who need immediate help. The bill directs HHS to implement an eviction moratorium for the duration of this COVID-19 pandemic plus 60 days. The bill would implement a moratorium that would be automatic. People wouldn't have to apply for this protection. It would cover all residential eviction filings and proceedings with exceptions only to protect the health and safety of others. Folks, uh, the proposed bill, HHS, HHS and the CDC would have permanent authority to impose eviction moratoriums in a public health crisis. Then again, of course, it could easily pass the House, but when you got Senators Kristen Sinema and Joe Manchin blocking anything over there, well, nothing gets done. Folks, COVID deaths have surpassed those from the 1918 flu pandemic with more than 690,000 deaths. More Americans have died than during the deadliest pandemic in the 20th century. More than 675,000 Americans died during this two-year Spanish flu pandemic. While there was no vaccine available for the 1918 flu, there is a COVID vaccine and millions of eligible Americans are still unvaccinated. 
55% of the United States population is fully vaccinated. Uh, and of course, you have, I think we're up to 70 plus percent of folks uh, who have one shot. Uh, this, this continues to be this contentious issue. And, uh, and then you have people uh, like uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis uh, who want to make this thing worse. Check this out. Uh, DeSantis chooses as the Surgeon General for the state of Florida a black doctor named uh, Dr. Joseph uh, Ladapo. And guess what? The Surgeon General of Florida, who he picked, opposes mask and vaccine mandates. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melody. 
Melon Serum. This next generation serum has the power of Melon Leaf stem cell technology. It's Melon Leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Anyone? DeSantis is what we call him. <laughs> Say it again. DeSantis. DeSantis? Yeah. It's, you know, because that's what he's putting on his people is death. Um, the Satan was one, and we can use his name many ways. But, um, you know, we know that he's trying to run for president and trying to be remembered. And unfortunately, these antics, which he saw happen in Trump, is what he thinks will allow him to get to that stage. And it's sad. Um, I, you know, and the fact that they used, um, just like they used Ben Carson, we saw what happened with him in COVID-19. Um, but, you know, they try to use um, pawns to put um, in place things that we know aren't scientifically correct, um, which puts um, us at harm's even more. It's just atrocious. Um and he's playing a game, and we know it. Um, and, you know, it's it, there is other people um, who have, for example, the mayor of Detroit, um, Mike Duggan. Uh, he was the CEO of a hospital and has a lot of health background. And he hasn't um, required um, or do mandatory masks. And I know other mayors who haven't, even on the Democratic side. And... You know, there, there's, for me, I'm okay with not mandating um, uh, masks. Um, I do think that it's important for us to encourage, allow for it to happen, to push and explain and educate on. Uh, I'm, not, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say masks. I meant to say vaccinations. Um, but to encourage people to get vaccinations, allow the access and, and fully educate people. Um, so I, I do believe we should. Um, and I believe everyone should get vaccinated who can. Um, but if they don't, I don't think it's for uh, the government um, to bear the consequences and responsibility. The responsibility yeah. and the fault is on the person who decided, I'm not going to get vaccinated. You know? So, so, so that's... But, but, but how do you then... Okay, so if that's the case then, um, how does that jive with other government mandates? So, for instance... If you want your child to go to school, you got to take vaccines. If your state wants federal highway funds, the Reagan administration forced them to change the law to say raising the drinking age from 18 to 21. Louisiana was the last state to hold out, but they could not afford to hold out because of those federal highway funds. So the reality is there are mandates. In fact, we have mandatory minimums for jail there in Florida. So there are a number of government mandates. If this is a, if you're talking about a public health crisis, why shouldn't the government make a vaccine or a mask mandate? I'm not saying that the government should or shouldn't. Um, actually, what I'm saying is I know that I'm vaccinated 
And so I know that I care that I don't die. Right, but, that, but, that but, but, but that's, that's you. But again, but what should government do? Because the bottom line is it's here. The same people who are choosing to say, I ain't getting vaccinated, their ass is getting sick, they go into the hospital. And the problem is they're filling up the hospitals and there are people who need other, who, who, who have other illnesses who can't get in because these dumbasses are filling the hospital up. So you got to do something. And the fact that we have surpassed the number of deaths from 1918 Spanish flu and there's no end in sight, okay, then what does government do? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a hard question. No, it's, um, I, no I actually, it's not. I don't think it's hard. I think when you reach a certain point, government has to say, we are stepping in. Because you know what? Y'all can't sit here and pay attention to it your damn selves. I just think that's, that's what government has to do. You know, and this whole di- like, okay, I'm just gonna play for some of you what this dude said in Florida. Uh, j- just so you understand the, the thinking of some of these people, l- just listen. I have to check my watch because I'm in a different time zone. Okay, so good afternoon. It's a pleasure to, to be here. I'm just really very happy to be here in Florida working with Governor DeSantis and the leadership here in Florida to really think, um, think you know, thoughtfully and, um, and uh, in a very positive way about our public health here in Florida. And frankly, hopefully set an example for other states around the, around the country and maybe even further than that. So I'm really just honored and overjoyed to be here. My family is looking forward to coming. You know, we've sold the kids. We've got three boys, so uh, so they know Disney World is here, and uh, we're looking. They're looking forward to that, and whatever. Anytime they have complaints, we mention Disney World, and everything's okay again. Um, so you know, so I'm very happy to be in this position. Um, very happy to be joining the faculty of University of Florida, also. And there, you know, I talked to the governor, and there are a few things that we're going to keep in mind as we approach public health here in the state of Florida. So the first is that we are, Florida will completely reject fear as a way of making policies in, uh, in public health. So we're done with fear. We're not, that's been something that's been unfortunately a centerpiece of health policy in the United States ever since the beginning of the pandemic, and it's over here. Expiration date, it's done. So we are, we are uh, we're, we're compassionate, we get it. You know, there are scary things. We've seen a lot of fear from COVID over the past, almost past year and a half. And it's very understandable. But the way to approach that is not from, uh, from a place of fear because it doesn't lead to good decisions. And we've seen a lot of that where the risks and benefits of decisions haven't been considered wholly or thoughtfully. So that's over here. We're, uh, in terms of our approach, you know, we are going to have a positive approach. We're going to acknowledge the um, uh, acknowledge the fact that you know there are some things that are scary, but that's not the only thing. That's not the place that we're going to make decisions from. So we're going to really think globally about the health policy decisions that we make in um, in in this state. The second thing that um, that uh, that I plan to be sure is very clear in our policy making is that we're going to make it. Very explicit. The different. We're going to be very explicit about the differences between the science and our opinions. So we all have opinions. We all have a perspective, and we are absolutely entitled to those perspectives. 
What's been happening over the past year is that people have been taking the science and they've been misrepresenting it. They've been using the science and it's been unclear when the discussion about the science ends and discussion about how you feel about the science and what you want people to do with the science begins. And that will never be a, that will never be a problem here. That's never gonna be something that we- Okay. Um... <laughs> Teresa, we're going to reject the fear. That, that, that's, that's what um, uh, he said. Right below this story, go to my computer, please. This is the front page of the Miami Herald website. This is what's right below. Tuesday, Florida COVID update, 13,201 more cases added to state tally. I think you're absolutely right. I mean, the the Spanish flu originated here in the city of Brotherly Love, um, and the case numbers have not um, uh, uh, amounted up to um, the current COVID-19 virus and also its Delta variants. And we, I'm sure, back then didn't have the skills and capabilities that we did now. But what the difference, I believe, um, that still stands today is that we, I, I think people trusted the government a little bit more, um, and thus they allow the uh, the thought leaders to uh, make the uh, necessary recommendations and uh, allow, you know, the pandemic to cease um, in, in a, you know, a time frame. But as we start to t- look at, you know, the ideals of today, um, and some of the decision makers and, you know, those who feel like uh, they are just beyond uh, public policy and, and law uh, and want this freedom of speech. But, a- again, we're all interpre- interpreting and educating the law about the law and the Constitution very differently. But, again, it, when it affects lives and when it affects families and individuals, that's when the hardship actually kicks in. Um, and when there's no plan in sight, I think every time I've looked at the news and and nationally, it has always been about the pandemic and it's always been about uh, the the rights of our freedom, right? So we went from the business community, we went from the education, we went from kids shouldn't be wearing masks and the masks are invasion of privacy versus, so all, you know, all these distractions, I like to call them, versus the actual issue, which is coronavirus is killing people. Coronavirus has proven that if you do not have the vaccination, uh, you are uh, a, a transplant and, and, and that virus getting to someone else. If you not are not protecting yourself, then you are at risk of killing someone else. So these are the facts. And it's so unfortunate that we have elected officials that are that is choosing to misinterpret the, the issue of freedom of speech and uh, fr- freedom of, you know, I, I guess just our civil liberties for their own political play because they feel like, you know, when they get into the White House, this is the message the American people want, but not when their family members are dying right next to them day by day. Just just interesting to me, <laughs> Mustafa, about these folks who, oh, we're not going to give in to fear. I don't know about y'all, but after death, ain't nothing to fear. That's it. That's it. There's nothing left for you. There's nothing, nothing left. So, I don't know about y'all. I fear dying. I do. 
I ain't trying to be intubated, have a tube down my throat. I'm not trying to sit, I'm just, I'm not trying to sit here uh, and have lungs damn near caving in on you, but we're not going to choose fear. We're going to have a much more positive outlook on public health. Get that bullshit out of here. Mustafa, go ahead. I'm glad you said it. You know, it's hard for me to listen to that type of foolishness. I've lost so many family members to, to COVID and friends and fraternity brothers. And uh, I, it's just, and it's so nonsensical. I haven't heard stuff like that since I heard Ben Carson try and talk about housing policy. <laughs> if you are an MD, or if you're a PhD, but we'll talk about MDs real quick. The, the Hippocratic Oath, one of the main aspects of that is to do no harm. How can you say the difference between opinions and science when 675,000 plus people have lost their lives in this country and you are contributing by the misinformation that you as one of the top representatives for the state of Florida, even though Florida continues to have these explosions of cases that are going on. So, you know, it, it, it's really tough. I mean, I saw the Trump administration continue to roll out individuals who are not qualified and who did not understand, you know, the, the, the damage that we're doing. Maybe they did understand the damage they were doing. Here's the thing you got to watch. Go and watch that video again and look at DeSantis' face in the background. He even couldn't believe that this, this person was sharing the information in the way that he did, even though they gave him the talking points. And he couldn't even get those right. So... Once again, I continue to encourage people across the country to actually sue these individuals for putting people's lives in danger, for putting your children's lives in danger, because they're going to continue to do it. Because what they're really doing is positioning themselves to be able to run for office at a higher level, and they're willing to do anything, to say anything, and to sacrifice anyone. You know, um, I, I had, and one, uh, this could be the final comment before I go to my next story. So I had somebody just on YouTube say, y'all don't get it. You can still transmit the, va the uh, coronavirus if you vaccinated. Fool. The vaccine, let me just say this for the people in the back. Again, the vaccine is not going to prevent you from getting COVID. The vaccine is to lessen, 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 diminish, curtail. Any other words I can come up with? The symptoms, which is why all you clueless ass people, 98% of those who are dying now of the Delta variant are unvaccinated. 98. 98. Two. Let, let, hold up. Let me make sure I was in the picture. This, this is 2%. This is 98%. Which side of the scale would you like to be on? Again. You ain't got to get vaccinated. But I'm just trying to tell you, you're playing Russian roulette. And you know what? 
you could survive Russian roulette. But that bullet one day might come up in that chamber. And you know what? And if it does, game over. That's it. So whatever little money you got, your family going to get. And they're going to sit here and mourn you. And I can tell you, and Mustafa, he and I have talked about it, I can tell you how many people we know right now who are going, my goddamn uncle, my best friend, my fraternity brother, my sorority sister, we tried to talk to him, and they were like, no, 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 my pastor, no, 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 I ain't getting that vaccin vaccination, and today they're dead. So, do you just know what doing you comes with? All right, folks, we come back, uh, we're going to talk to... Uh, a uh, immigration activist uh, about uh, the Biden administration in Haiti and a couple of crazy ass white people stories. One of them, this fool came to school in blackface saying that she was a modern day Rosa Parks. Hashtag team whip that ass need to show up at that Oregon school. We'll break it down next on Roland Martin Unfiltered streaming live on the Black Star Network. White supremacy ain't just about hurting black folk. Right. You gotta deal with it. It's injustice. It's wrong. I do feel like in this generation, we've got to do more around being intentional and resolving conflict. You and process. I haven't always agreed. Yeah. But we agree on the big piece. Yeah. Our conflict is not about destruction. Conflict's gonna happen. Time to be smart. When we control our institutions, we win. We win. This is the most important news show on television of any racial background. Y'all put two, three, four, five, ten, fifteen, twenty, thirty dollars on this and keep this going. What you've done, Roland, since this crisis came out in full bloom. Anybody watching this, tell your friends. Go back and look at the last two weeks, especially of Roland Martin Unfiltered. I mean, hell, go back and look at the last two days. You've had sitting United States senators today, Klobuchar and Harris. Whatever you have that you have, you can bring to Roland Martin Unfiltered to support it. Please do, because this information may literally save your life. Watch Roland Martin Unfiltered daily at 6 p.m. Eastern on YouTube, Facebook, or Periscope, or go to RolandMartinUnfiltered.com. Support the Roland Martin Unfiltered Daily Digital Show by going to RolandMartinUnfiltered.com. Our goal is to get 20,000 of our fans contributing 50 bucks each for the whole year. You can make this possible. RolandMartinUnfiltered.com. Hi, I'm Gavin Houston. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's your boy, Jacob Lattimore, and you're now watching Roland Martin right now. Eee! All right, folks, uh, we told you uh, at the top of the show, uh, we focused on the unfolding crisis along the Texas border dealing with Haitian migrants. Uh, it has been a considerable issue. Uh, again, you've seen the video and the photos. Let's roll that, please. Uh, if you have not, uh, it is an unfolding crisis where the United States is actually sending folks back, thousands back. And what was interesting here, uh, you've got folks like conservative Dana Lash uh, who's, who's calling people uh, saying it's dumb because those are not whips, those are reins. Oh, oh, really, Dana? 
that's the that's the sword you're going to fall on. Uh, that what we're seeing uh, are not whips, they're reins. So you're defending uh, the swinging of horse reins operating as whips. Yeah, I gotcha. Uh, joining us right now is uh, Nana Jumfi, uh, Executive Director for the Black Alliance for Just Immigration. Glad to have you here. Um, and I was talking earlier, and, and I was calling some folks out. Mm -hmm. um, I was calling some folks out because, you know, you got these FBA, ADOS, B1 folk, all these people, and many of them were criticizing me because my, grand, my paternal grandfather's ancestors migrated from Haiti in the 1800s. You ain't really, you ain't really ADOS. You ain't American descendant as if they just forgot about my mama's mama line and my daddy's mama and daddy line. And, and I said this here because there's a lot of black people, and I've dealt with them over the last more than a decade, who are virally anti-immigration, who now are expressing outrage. And so I raised the question, are you expressing outrage at the treatment of the Haitians in terms of the Border Patrol, or do you actually have care and compassion and want them to have opportunity to seek asylum? And I think it's important for us to make that distinction because some folks operating right now are being real frauds and hypocrites with what was happening because they are, they are, they are, ardent, uh, they are ardent opponents of immigration. And I kept saying, but you better not forget the black folks are also uh, immigrating to the United States. Absolutely, and thank you for having me on the show, Roland. You know, this has always been a debate. I think the debate has gotten worse over the years. I was born in this country. My parents come from Ghana, but like a Toyota made in Kansas. Um, that is still where I'm from. But, you know, I've been here my entire life. And I've grown up with this, this debate about, are you really black? Do you have to have family here, multi-generations, in order to be black? Look, at the end of the day, some of that is because of what the system puts out in terms of there being a deficit. There's not enough for all of us. We know that when black people succeed in certain spaces, we're all happy that those black people succeed. We are, you know, people are talking about black power and the, the, the slogan black power. That came from Kwame Ture, who at that time was called Stokely Carmichael. He was from Trinidad. He was born in Trinidad. The red, black, and green flag comes from- Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, no, no. See, I don't want you to run past that. See, for a whole bunch of these folks who holler Stokely Carmichael, Stokely wasn't born in the United States and was the child of um, uh, folks who were from the country. Say it again. Where was Stokely he was born? born? In Trinidad. He's Trinidadian, and then he moved to the United States. But Since, he was born in Trinidad. Um, when pe Hair people, people talking about Audrey Lord. People like to quote them some Audrey Lord. Both of Audrey Lord's parents not from this country. They love, they, 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 they love to quote Shirley Chisholm, love to quote Sidney Poitier, love to quote Harry Belafonte. Malcolm's mama. Malcolm grew up eating rice and peas, had to, because that's what your mama eat when you were in the Caribbean, and she gonna feed you what she grew up with. So, you know, we have always been together. This is not some kind of new thing. This has always been the case. We've been together, we've lived together, we've married each other, we have gone to school together, we have been in these streets together, we have, you know, been working together all of this time. And I think, you know, again, when we get the deficit model and people start saying, oh, there's not enough here, then people start fighting, and I don't care what it is, right? 
And, but it's dangerous. It's something that, as black people in particular, we need to push back against. We know that we can start a fight. Yeah, I, I normally am in L.A. We can start a L.A., New York fight tomorrow, right, and, and be um, all about it. But we need to not do that. We need to understand that, at the end of the day, we experience blackness in this country together. There's not some special rules that are happening. Ask Botham Jean's mama if we don't experience blackness in this country um, together. Or, 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 or Amadou Diallo, uh, Diallo uh, or, and again, when we talk about, I mean, I, all these black people that love them from Cicely Tyson, uh, her mama and daddy ain't from here. Right. So, I mean, we, and I think we know that, and that's when we see Haitians, and I think people actually do understand that we have a special relationship with Haiti and this country. And that, you know, and we had shows and the outrage that people have expressed. Baji, Black Alliance for Just Immigration, which is the organization that I'm the executive director of, we pulled together a letter with Judith Brown Dialis of the Advancement Project National Office, which we sent to black leadership, you know, the major black leaders of this country, who signed on to express their outrage easily. We didn't have to twist a single arm, because they are clear, as we are and as our people really are across this country and across the African diaspora, the black diaspora in their heart, that we're connected. We may be, you know, do different things. We, the people have had different relationships with the countries that they're in, but we are black folks and we need to be together and fight against white supremacy, colonialism, imperialism, all of the things that we know are oppressing our people together. We're not going to do it in silos. So what is next? I mean, obviously, uh, you have the order uh, from the federal judge that says they cannot be uh, using, title, uh, using this Title 42 against families. Uh, so what's next? What do you want our audience to do, those who are watching, those who are listening? Uh, what do you want folks to do? So there is that order. However, the Biden administration is not listening to that order, and they're certainly appealing. In fact, they've appealed all of the orders that have come out from the court that have ruled that what is happening at the border is unlawful, that it's illegal. And so we need for folks to contact the White House. We need for folks to contact their congressperson to contact the White House. And we have three basic demands. The first demand is that they need to stop deporting Haitians and other black asylum seekers at the border. They're not getting a hearing. They're not finding out, why are you here? These people have traveled for miles, for months, gone through hell to get to this place because they are seeking refuge in the United States, and they're just being unceremoniously sent back to the places they were fleeing from. So stop the deportations. Secondly, they need to let people in and let them exercise their right to asylum. It is a right under U.S. law, under international law, and the way you do it is to go to the border. That's why people are going to the border. You can't do it from another country. You got to go to the border. It's not illegal to do that. That's how you do it. And they need to give people humanitarian parole. That means they need to let people come into the country for humanitarian purposes and be able to apply from inside the country. I got to compare what happened with Afghanistan and how people around this country were so ready to let as many millions of people from Afghanistan come into this country as possible because they saw their suffering and they knew that they needed help. What do Haitians and black people have to do for people to show us that kind of compassion? And so we're asking folks to demand that the White House 
give humanitarian parole to Haitian and black asylum seekers. And then thirdly, we need for them to there to be a complete reversal of Title 42 and all of the other policies that are holding people back, because that ruling is about families. But there are people coming that are single people that are not families. There are pregnant mothers that are coming by themselves. And those folks can still be held back by Title 42 as you know, while the, the administration is appealing. So really important that we stop the deportation that we let people in this country to file their asylum claims, and that we reverse what are really racist, anti-black policies. This was so right. Everyone knew it was racist under Trump. It was like a no-brainer. And now, suddenly, under the Biden administration, people are confused about whether this is racist or not. And if you were confused, look back at those photos of those cowboys called Customs and Border Patrol with those horse reins called whips when they hit you across the face and the back rounding up people and scattering black people from a place um, that they've come to for refuge. Look at that and tell me that this is not a racist anti-black policy. There's 100,000 uh, uh, undocumented Irish in this country. You think they would face this? We know what the reason is, that this is considered acceptable. And it's because of that these are black people. That's why it's considered acceptable. But we're saying it's not acceptable and that folks should push back. If you go to our website, baji.org, B-A-J-I.org, if you go follow us on Twitter at Baji Tweet, you can follow us on Instagram at InstaBaji. You'll be able to get a hold of our toolkit, which gives you information on what you can do next, how you can help, as well as following, you know, what's going on. Because what we're hearing now is that they're letting certain groups like families in, but other groups they're not letting in. And then when they let you in, there's no place for you to be. So now people are sleeping on the ground, on the concrete, on the asphalt, at gas stations. Buses stop running at 5 o'clock. The government's not doing anything to help people get anywhere. So they're creating a humanitarian crisis on both sides of the border, because they just don't give a damn. And we need to make them understand they got to care. All right. Nana Jufi, I really appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Appreciate oh, you. Thank you very much. All right. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> 
Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon Serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty System for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. All right, folks. Y'all know what time it is. No well, let's go to Austin, Texas, where Kara Bell interrupted the Austin, Texas board meeting to request the book Out of Darkness, written by Ashley Hope Perez. She wants it removed from her daughter's middle, middle school. The book chronicles a love affair between an African-American boy and a Mexican-American girl in 1937. School officials have removed the book from all libraries in the district. But just, just, y'all just, just watch this. Carabelle and then Marge Stone. All right, well, I'm just thankful that y'all don't have the ability to um, make a mask mandate. And tonight I was going to talk about the need for a second high school, but I was sidetracked by, for the boys, pussy or the idea of pussy or the idea of idea of pussy. A Mexican is a Mexican is a Mexican. Take her out back, we boys figured, then hand on the titties. Put it in her coin box, put it in her cornhole, grab a hold of that braid, rub that calico. You can find that on page 39 of the book called Out of Darkness, which you can find at Hudson Bend Middle School and Bee Cave Middle School. All right, not gonna lie, I had to Google cornhole because I have the game in the back of my yard, but according to Wikipedia, cornhole is a sexualist slang vulgarism for anus. The term came into the use in the 1910s of the United States as verb form to cornhole, which came into usage in the 1930s, means to have anal sex. I do not want my children to learn Thank about you. anal sex 
in middle school. I have never had anal sex. Thank I don't want to have anal sex. I don't want my kids having anal stone. sex. I want you to start focusing on education and not public Art health. Stone, public you're health. on. I bet her husband like, damn, everyone knows now. Um, anybody want anybody anybody want that one? I mean, I mean, the state of Texas has been in the news for all the wrong reasons. I mean, dang, it's impossible to cover everything Texas uh, has. It's you know it's starting to rival Florida. And no, Florida's the Florida's still crazy. Florida's the Florida. It's a little hard to rival Florida. Uh, go ahead, Teresa. Therese. Yeah, I mean, you know, Texas really does take the cake. Um, I think there's some very uh, interesting... I mean, she has an interesting point, but, I, again, it's always about the forum that you want to present it in. Um, and, you know, I, I again, I still think health education is an important educational curriculum. Um, I think if we've had more health uh, conversations with students earlier, we'll probably see a decrease in, in some of the uh, decisions that are being made today that are affecting our economy. Go ahead, Mustafa. Deep in the heart of Texas, I mean, I don't know what else you say. You 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 got a whole lot of special folks um, who just they just they just want to perform, and they want out of their performance. They want to just instead of finding solutions and and having the right conversations, as was said, with the right folks um, to be able to get resolution to whatever it is that might you might find to be um, causing harm, they, they want to perform and, and they want to be seen. And that's that shows that you don't you know, you don't you don't really care about making change happen. You want to try and, and just create these chaotic situations. So, you know, the craziness that is, yeah, Texas, yeah, Florida, but it, it's in all kinds of locations across our country. And we, we got to stop this mess. We got serious issues that we need to be focused upon. And we use up all this energy on this type of stuff instead of focusing on the real problems that exist inside of our country and the sets of opportunities. We can't, half the time, we can't get to those because we got these, these folks who just want to perform. Well, we have another. No targo girls are allowed. I'm white. I got you, Carl. Illegally selling water without a permit. On my property. Whoa! Hey! Hey! We don't live here. I'm uncomfortable. So, an Oregon school worker gets suspended for up to a week for coming to work in blackface. A Newburgh School District staff member painted her face with iodine. Why? To represent Rosa Parks to protest the school district's vaccine mandate. I wish we had her picture. The employee was sent home and placed on administrative leave. 
The Newburgh School District released the following statement. Friday, one of our employees reported to work in blackface. The employee was removed from the location and HR has placed the employee on administrative leave. The administration of Newburgh Public School condemns all expressions of racism. It's important to remember how blackface has been used to misrepresent black communities and do harm. We acknowledge the violence this represents and the trauma it evokes regardless of intention. Superintendent of the school district, Dr. Joe Morlock. I am horrified, angry, and ashamed that this happened, as is nearly every other staff member. The students of color in Newburgh deserve so much more. This goes against everything I had, I and the vast majority of uh, NSD staff believe and is unfathomably offensive. And this is not the first racially motivated incident in the school district this year. A student used Snapchat to host a slave trade. Uh, here's what I think interesting. No, no, put, 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 this, put the uh, superintendent's um, statement back up. He said, the students of color in Newburgh deserve so much more. So do the white folks. They do as well. See, what you have here is you got these crazy ass, and I'm going to say these crazy ass white folks around the country who are saying these... What's requiring vaccines, it's, it's, it's like segregation. In fact, I remember somebody, we're done with the statement, y'all. Thank you, we're done. Okay, we take it off. I remember somebody had a photo where they had, they, they tried to use colored water fountains by saying vaccine, no vaccine. I don't think these people really understand what Jim Crow was all about. These folks, Brianna, out they damn mind. teacher really not know that blackface wasn't acceptable in 2021. Maybe she's a Megyn Kelly fan. <laughs> yeah, right? And even when Megyn Kelly, you know, didn't understand why it was wrong, it was wrong. And it was wrong when, you know, Virginia Governor Ralph Northam did or did not do it. And it was wrong when Jimmy Fallon apologized to Chris Rock for not doing it. I mean, this has happened for a while, and when Hollywood started reassessing blackface, um, I don't know how anybody can start thinking like, hmm, maybe this is right. So, I mean, it was, it's been wrong. And I'm not surprised that someone who doesn't want to get vaccinated is also racist, because it comes down from not being properly educated, and it's really sad that this is in the school system. That's why America is not progressing, is because the people who are supposed to be teaching our kids and so forth think this is all right. Uh, Mustafa. Well, first of all, why is it that Dr. Morlock, and maybe there's still a process they have to go through, why is this individual who is representing, who works inside of the school system, inside of the educational system, still have a job? Because the trauma that they created has ripples. As you said before, it's the students of color who feel those ripples of trauma. It is also white students also who in many instances are now beginning to analyze, you know, past behaviors and present sets of behaviors. So there are all these different impacts that this individual has created and has done with intentionality. They made a choice to actually go and place the substance on their face and to go into a public setting and to think that that was okay. So there's no reason for them 
because they made an informed decision. It wasn't like they were walking, fell down, something got on their face, and they didn't know it was on there, and then they were walking around you know, in public with these types of things. We have to stop making excuses for folks and stop allowing individuals to put trauma on all kinds of different folks. So if you want to act up, if you want to, you know, you want to express yourself in certain ways, then understand that there are repercussions for that. And one of those repercussions might be that you no longer have a job. Teresa? Yeah, I agree. I agree with Mustafa. You know, the Stop Excuses campaign needs to start and stop um, not only an education institution, but again, how we govern each other in public places and in the, uh, the boardroom. So I think there has been a lot of intentional, and I, again, I don't think anybody just wakes up and want to put the black face on, but again, we're not sure what the mindset of some of these individuals are. When they say they care about the students, when they say they care about individuals or people or Americans, um, but yet they do these things that try to divide us. And so it's really not only interesting, but it's also horrific as we talk about what the educational system looks like in American history, because, again, we these are people that are in leadership. And so it really is up to us and start to, you know, um, understand that black mediums do matter. Black literature does matter and your history does matter. So we can also uh, just find the guiding light in all this mess. Uh, absolutely. All right, folks, some sad news. She helped make Lady Marmalade. A hit was part of the 1970s group LaBelle. Uh, Sarah Dash, Patti LaBelle, and Nona Hendricks released their debut album, LaBelle, in 1971. Lady Marmalade, a single from the mid-70s uh, Nightbirds album, proved to be the group's most successful song, topping the Billboard Hot 100 chart. Sarah Dash passed away yesterday at the age of 76. Patti LaBelle posted this video to her Instagram account. This is what she had to say. <laughs> just on stage together we were just on stage together on Saturday and it was such a powerful and special moment Sarah Dash was an awesomely talented beautiful and loving soul who blessed my life and the lives of so many others in more ways than I can say again Sarah Dash legendary R&B singer passed away at the age of 76 man wow just on stage on Saturday and so certainly uh, prayers crowd to uh, her and her family. Folks, that is it for us today on Roland Martin Unfiltered. I want to thank Brianna. I want to thank uh, Teresa as well as Mustafa for joining us on today's show. We certainly appreciate all of you uh, for being with us, for watching. Those of you on YouTube, on the Black Star Network app, Facebook, Twitter, Periscope, Instagram as well. Folks, if y'all want to support what we do here at Roland Martin Unfiltered, please join our Bring the Funk fan club where every dollar you give goes 
support this show and what we do. Cash App is dollar sign RM Unfiltered. PayPal is R Martin Unfiltered. Venmo is RM Unfiltered. Zelle is rolling at rollingsmartin.com, rolling at rollingmartinunfiltered.com. And of course, we want you to download the Black Star Network app, folks. We've already surpassed 10,000. In fact, uh, we've had, uh, since we launched it uh, on September, so basically 17 days ago, uh, 12,420 downloads. And now we want to get to 20,000. And so please download it. You can do it on your app, on your uh, Apple phone, your Android. You can do it. Uh, and of course, that's an ad agency calling me right now. Uh, and so. Uh, I will call you as soon as I get off the show in 60 seconds. Mm-hmm. Bye. See? Y'all know, know I'm ignorant. I'll do that. Uh, iPhone, uh, Android, Android TV, Roku, Apple, uh, excuse me, uh, Amazon TV, Amazon Fire Stick, Samsung TV, Xbox as well. Folks, we're everywhere, and so we've got some amazing things we're gonna be rolling out. We're taking our time, we're building it. We're gonna have some, some shows we're gonna be uh, announcing. We just gotta put all the pieces in place. We're almost done uh, with our um, studio here as well, and so I can't wait to unveil it, and I am hoping I will be able to unveil it on Monday. And so, Tuesday the latest, so that's what we're working on right now, and so we appreciate all that you do. Thank you for support. Thank you for watching the show. Uh, Y'all know we are sitting here uh, building something phenomenal. Uh, and if you got folks out here who love running their miles, and let me tell y'all something, you're gonna have haters out here and they gonna say whatever. Like I got all these old ignorant people on social media saying, when you gonna talk about what's happening with Haiti? You're actually telling on yourself because you don't watch the show. That's what happens when you're stuck on stupid. So we don't worry about those folks, y'all. We just keep putting in the work. I'll see you, see you guys tomorrow right here on Roland Martin Unfiltered, right here on the Black Star Network. Holla! Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, 
Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. <laughs> 